Today's episode kicks off a special series in support of Unstoppable Women. I have Brett Garman, Assistant Director of Development at University of Colorado at Colorado Springs. This week, UCCS opened registration for the Unstoppable Women's Luncheon, a celebration of scholars benefiting from the Karen Passell Women's Endowment. This year's luncheon on May 20th features Margaret Saban, one of my favorites. She's Southern Region President for Children's Colorado Hospital. I shared a double page spread with Margaret in a magazine a few years ago on inspiring women. And I like to joke that all of the people they paired me with, it's Margaret Saban. And who's that other girl on the page? <laughs> She's an amazing woman. Back on topic. I'm a fan of the Unstoppable Women's Luncheon and the Scholar Program because I was a young girl without direction in college. And it was the mentors in my life who gave me direction. This program sets up women without the advantages so many of us enjoy with the connections and inner leadership to thrive. That's why I'd like to fill a table. See the show notes for details on how you can join me in raising $2,500 for scholarships. You can buy a ticket for yourself for $65, or you can help me fill a table and raise $2,500 for scholarships. Most of all, sit back, grab your glass of wine and enjoy this interview. And the reason this program is so meaningful to me is because I navigated college without parents and without a blueprint. I love that these women are busting down doors. And um, if you look at the show notes or if you're looking at the, the um, website that I'm looking at right now, there's a picture of a little girl with a red cape. And this is the spirit that I want to develop with young women entering business or entrepreneurship. So I have the Assistant Director of Development for UCCS, Brett Garman, on the podcast to tell us, number one, Brett, what got you into fundraising and development and what you think is so special about the Karen Passell Unstoppable Women's Luncheon? Oh, wow. Two great big questions to start us off, Donna. Thanks. Um, well, when it comes to me personally and my, my journey into fundraising, um, it certainly was not something that as I was growing up, I thought to myself, I want to become a fundraiser <laughs> career. Um, I am a UCCS alum. I came to UCCS right out of high school and studied communication and English Yay. and really was more on a marketing or PR sort of track. Um, I ultimately, um, after graduation, started working for our cultural office of the Pikes Peak region and here in downtown Colorado Springs mm-hmm. um, and had and gained a lot of experience in website design, um, very highly focused in arts programs and community relationship building. Um, and during that time, um, we were a two-person operation at that point. So the two of us really did everything. And I learned a lot about grant writing and and a little bit about fundraising, Um, but ultimately moved to Kalamazoo, Michigan, um, and was applying to become a marketing manager for their community theater there and did not receive that position. But the um, executive director at that time called me and said, you know, I've been thinking about it a lot and I would rather have you on our staff as our development director. Why didn't you apply for this job? And I said, well, that's not necessarily what my expertise is in. And she said, I'm retiring in two years. If I teach you everything I know, will you come on and, and be our development director? And I that's said, oh, amazing. I love learning new things. <laughs> um, 
So that really, you know, started my passion for the fundraising piece of it. Um, and now go, coming back to UCCS, of course, I love UCCS. I had an excellent experience here during my undergrad and graduate degrees. Um, and I worked on campus as a student. I just really, really love this university and our community ties. Um, and so my, the work I'm doing here is different um, than what I was doing for the community theater. I'm, I'm more focused in raising major gifts from individuals, sometimes grant writing or working with corporations, but definitely more on the um, individual basis. Um, and I just really enjoy it. Um, I feel very grateful to work for an organization that is highly respected and um, one that is so community facing that we get a lot of community support. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, I'm passionate about the university as well. So when it comes specifically to the Karen Passell Women's Endowment, um, it, is, it is very much a community funded program, scholarship program. Um, and we have so many strong women entrepreneurs and leaders in Colorado Springs that um, there's a lot of support for this scholarship and helping um, build up non-traditional students and, and making them, making sure they're successful through college and then far afterward. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, first on the, on the uh, reason why you got into fundraising, you know, I'm a PR major too. And uh, started out media, wanted to go in a magazine and ended up in mm -hmm. PR. And I found over the years, I got drawn into committees on fundraising because it is largely a PR opportunity. You're, you're like yeah. the face of the program to the community. So you really haven't strayed from your original study. <laughs> You've expanded on it. And I have to talk about the way that you were brought into it through a mentor who brought you in as her succession plan and taught you everything that she knows. If only all of us could get that kind of mentoring early in our career. Yes. We would be in a very different place. So many of us have to struggle to figure out our next step. As a lot of these um, KPW scholars have had to do until they got into the program where you matched them up with mentors. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's right. the exciting part of this. I, I had sisters who loved me, but as far as getting mentorship in my career, it was really hard. And you have created a place where non-traditional students, people who maybe had to stop and have a baby or dropped out because of some kind of medical concern or maybe went to the military. What are some of the reasons why women have to stop studying and come back in as a non-tread? I, I think you you gave three very good examples um, of of what we mean by non-traditional students. Um, our scholars are generally 25 years of age and older. Mm -hmm. um, all of them are not coming to college straight from high school, and um, often it is having to overcome significant adversity. Uh, you know, there can be um, family issues, medical issues. Um, expanding a family, not necessarily having um, the monetary support to to go to school um, right out of high school. Those are just some of the examples, and um, I agree with you that I th I think that's what makes this program so inspiring is how um, these women are choosing to further their educations to better their lives, to better their families' lives. 
um, even if, you know, sometimes school can be really difficult, you know, working, having a family and doing homework, that's a lot to put on a person sometimes. And so they're making these decisions to overcome that, work really, really hard, and ultimately it's going to benefit them and their families in the long run. Um, and the mentorship piece, like you were saying, is, is a huge component of that. Well, and it sounds like a lot of the alumni are active mentors. Would you say a good percentage of them are? Mm -hmm. We've had, um, the program has been around uh, almost 25 years. So some of our alumni graduated, you know, a couple of decades ago. But you'll find that they had such a positive experience through the program um, because we're offering things like mentorship, professional development, networking opportunities, uh, childcare support is another component of it if you have childcare need. Um, because of all of the facets of the program, they have such positive experiences and see how much of a difference it made in their future careers that we do have several of our past alumna come back and volunteer as mentors to our current scholars. Yeah, fantastic. Mm -hmm. That's um, part of the, the program we're running here. We're gonna start interviewing some of the alumni and the mentors yeah. and ask them what they've seen this program do. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited that this year's special speaker is Margaret Sabin. She is an unstoppable woman. <laughs> uh, she she um, pretty much is, is a good definition of, of the women that we've been celebrating. She will be our 17th unstoppable woman. Um, and I agree with you. She is um, an inspiration in our community, certainly a powerhouse. And we're really excited to celebrate her this year. Absolutely. She's uh, the right kind of representation. Boy, Brett's getting all of my... All of my special noises today. <laughs> Margaret knows how to um, command a room and, and kind of color outside of the lines. I love her example of leadership. I got mm -hmm. to share a magazine spread with her one time in a, in a women's leadership kind of edition. And um, I went, wow, of all the people you had to put opposite me, <laughs> it's Margaret Sabin and who's that girl? <laughs> so, um, uh, I've been following her ever since, and um, I love the fact that she's a, an aerobics instructor too. She, she's yep. near and dear to my heart. She mm -hmm. generates her own leadership in the same way that I try to live my life too, by generating those neurochemicals through getting exercise. Yeah. Um, Advertising health is a huge uh, part. It's so, so, so important. So what is the hardest thing about uh, attracting sponsors and donors to this effort? You've done it for a few years now. Uh, yeah, I've been working on this effort for about two years. Um, and you know, of course there are difficulties um, when it comes to raising dollars, cash gifts, you know, economy plays a big part. The success of a business from year to year can play a huge part on how much a someone or a business leader can um, contribute. Um, but I also think I'm very fortunate in that, again, going back to how successful this program is and how passionate people feel about it. Um, you know, when we get started talking about KPWE and the work that UCCS is doing to support these students, people want to be involved yeah. and they want to do as much as they as they can. 
whatever that may, may mean. It's not always raising sponsorships. It could be getting a brand new volunteer as a mentor or um, someone to come and do a professional development opportunity for our scholars. So um, the support comes in a lot of different ways. Um, and I think when it comes to sponsorships, people do sponsorships for a variety of reasons. And this luncheon is so successful. You know, we anticipate 350 to 400 attendees each year. And of course the invitations are going out to, uh, you know, over 800. So the uh, marketing benefits of course are there. Yeah. Um, people see their logos in places of our sponsors. Uh, but really it's coming from a place much more about supporting the scholars and the philanthropy. Mm-hmm. Um, our lunch is, is kind of cool because our sponsors, um, our sponsorships come with tickets to the event and our tables are 10 top tables. Um, but a sponsor, for example, could get eight tickets and then they're actually sat with a, a scholar and a mentor. That's what so, I loved about this. Yes. The first time I came, I had no idea I got to sit with the famous people. You have eight supporters at a table and then mm-hmm. you have the student, the scholar and her mentor, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's and um, you, get to learn firsthand from from these women about their experience in the program yeah. and kind of secretly, not even secretly cheer for the people at your table because you've just made yeah. a new acquaintance that um, whose life you might be able to impact. They will certainly impact our lives. Yes, these are our future workforce. Um, right. I, they could come work for your company for all we know. <laughs> it's amazing the connections that happen. And this yeah. is definitely a room that women want to be in. And it's not just women. There are plenty of men who support this cause. But Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love that you also uh, encourage people to volunteer as mentors or volunteer their time for professional development because mm-hmm. that um, just multiplies the, the talents that we have. And um, that even if you wanted to just support one ticket is $65. You can buy um, a whole table full of tickets or you can sponsor a table for 2,500, right? Uh, Yes, one table sponsorship is 2,500. That fair market value of eight $65 tickets, but the rest is all a charitable. That's what I love. The rest, the balance goes to the Mm -hmm. scholarship fund. Yep. Yeah. So I am recruiting seven other women to fill my table. And that's why I'm starting this campaign now. As soon as you have registration open, I'm going to start talking about it. I want to recruit seven other um, female entrepreneurs and business owners to join me at the table for the luncheon on May 20th. So yeah. um, thanks for bringing me in and being willing to do this, this uh, interview so we can get the word out. I'll share it with my people. You share it with yours. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for the opportunity. This has been fun chatting with you and yeah, and so much a fun. Bit about. So tell people where to go to learn more about the Karen Pacella Endowment. Yeah. So we have a web page on our UCCS website. It's www.uccs.edu/kpwe. And then there are several tabs, one of which is for the Unstoppable Women's Luncheon. Registration is open online, um, if anyone wanted to to go ahead and do that now for May. Um, And then our other tabs include a little bit of information about our advisory board, our mentors, 
um, and our Sally Rutzel Lanigan program, which is the professional development uh, program fund, allowing us to have um, training events for scholars and mentors um, two to three times a year. That's so those are some of the things you'll find on our website. Good deal. And if you want to join my table, I'll put my contact information in the show notes too. So you can say, Donna, count me in. Thank you so much. Yeah, we would love to see you all there. <laughs> it's going to be fun. We're going to have a party. Yes. It's going to be a good day. I agree, Donna. <laughs> okay, have a good one, Brett. Take care. Thank you, Donna. Bye. Three hundred and sixty Life Strategies exists to release women from the mental and real traps that keep us from living our calling with confidence. I have climbed out of my own imposter traps and curated success strategies for thirty years, so I can help you live on purpose faster. That's why I'm a supporter of the Karen Passell Women's Endowment and the Unstoppable Women's Luncheon. Join me in raising twenty-five hundred dollars for scholarships. If you want to be at my table contact Donna at 360lifestrategies.com.